welcome to the Magic Hour show number 122 for July the 23rd. I'm your host, Eugene Hua. Welcome to the show. It's good to be back. I've been uh, away for a while, I guess you could say. So I'm back now and I'm glad to be back and I'm glad to be joined by my good friend, Ryan Thompson. How are you, Ryan? I'm good. Yeah, it's part, been... part of your diet, Eugene, is not staying up until 10.30 hosting uh... <laughs> a podcast. You know, you've been, you've been getting sleep, you've been getting fit, getting you've sleep. been eating fatty foods. Yeah. You look yeah. good, man. Thank you. Slimming up. Thank you very much. Can you even tell? Can you even tell? Like my face. I can. I can. Your I face see doesn't look so. But uh, but you know, so this is fat, like the first so time full. I've seen your webcam with your body shot. You've slendered <laughs> up a little bit, man. That T-shirt looks really good on you. You know what? This is this T-shirt. Now, now you can't see this at home, but this T-shirt my wife got. It's a Uniqlo T-shirt. It's a Monster Hunter T-shirt. So it's got the three. I thought I recognized the font. Yeah, it's got the three three gashes across, and then it says "Quest Failed" at the bottom. Well, let funny. me tell you what, sir. The so. way that T-shirt is fitting on you, <laughs> it would give you a plus five percent honor gain. There you go. In one of the games that I'm playing right now. Ooh, there you go. Thank you. Well, first of all, I want to thank you, Ryan, for hosting the last few shows. You did a good job. It's been fun. Thank you, sir. Last time wasn't so great. I fell asleep midway through. You can hear it in the recording. <laughs> I was so tired. I'm so tired. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I've been getting sleep, which is good. Yeah, yeah, as you mentioned, yes, I'm on a diet. I'm doing the keto diet for uh, those of you who are keeping track at home. So you can go Google that and see what's involved in that. But it's working for me, so it's good so far. Mm-hmm. You're on yeah. the keto diet. I'm on the cookie diet. Today I made yes. some delicious chocolate caramel-filled cookies. chocolate cookies. You know what I made today? I made some keto chocolate mousse, which is really good, mm. actually. It's a lot of fat. But no sugar, because I use this uh, artificial, well, not artificial. I use a non-sugar sweetener. It's called um, xylitol, and it's actually made of sugar alcohols from like a a fruit or something. But it has no carbs, but it's super sweet. So it's it's cool. We've started using monk fruit in our coffee, monk fruit sweetener. Is that the same thing? It's a similar vein of of, uh, sweeteners, yes. Yeah. So it's it's not the like chemical, it's not like you're... Good, your bad old aspartame, or you know, if you remember that stuff, and uh, sucralose is not that great either. But like the monk fruit ones are good, xylitol's good, erythritol's good. The, the, yeah, the monk that fruit's are, the first one mm-hmm. we've used that doesn't give that weird sensation right. in exactly. the back of our mouths exactly. that, that some of the others yeah, do. That's right. Yeah, so they're they're good alternatives. Yeah, if you're looking to cut down on your sugar intake. Anyway, this is not the keto diet show. <laughs> This is the Magic Hour Show, and we are here to talk about games and parenting and all kinds of stuff like that. So, hey, Ryan, what have you been playing lately? I've been playing Super Mario Maker 2. Of course. Pretty much daily basis, even if it's only for five, ten minutes at a time. And um, even if I don't play it, the kids are picking it up and playing a few levels in the Endless Challenge on easy mode. Good. Playing through some of the easier player-created levels and, and adding to my completed level count. And uh, they've also been making levels, and you can play their levels if you're following me oh, yeah. on uh, Mario Maker. And they're um, they're something. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I always label them as made by kids, made by kids, kids, yeah, yeah. kids fourth level, just so people know that a, a four year old made this one, and that's why you're um, jumping your over eight hundred Goombas and <laughs> running in a straight line and. Yeah, something falls out of the sky, and right. but uh, they have fun with them. My daughter likes hills. She's made oh, a lot of lot of stair 
stairs. She doesn't use ramps. She makes steps. Right. And she, she's really into that. Cool. <laughs> um, That's together, cool. That's cool. At, as a group, we've been playing Kirby Star Allies. We're working our way through that game as a trio. Um, mm-hmm. during our summer downtime when, uh, when the mood strikes us after we've done other things. And that's, you know, that's, that's really good for, for kid co-op because the death penalties are pretty much meaningless and mm-hmm. you hardly ever die anyway. Mm-hmm. It's a good time. That's cool. Um, I, I saw that, well, the, the latest Star Trek Picard trailer dropped over yes. the weekend from San Diego Comic-Con. Yes. Yeah. Okay, can we just pause and stop talking about that for a second? We can talk about the card right here, right now. Oh, so, you know, when I first saw the pictures, I'm like, okay, he's on a vineyard. Oh, boy, this is going to be like, (laughs) is he just going to be like in the countryside farming for the like, you know, the whole show or whatever. But indeed, I my fears were allayed because look at all the action and all the stuff that's happening and all the people that came back like. Data hmm. seven of nine. Oh my gosh, I'm excited. I absolutely lost my cool during that trailer. It's it uh, really cool. So, there's if, if you haven't, seek out the Star Trek Countdown comic book. That's a graphic novel mm. that led to the 2009 reboot. And in that, it certainly seems like a lot of the things that were written in that comic book, and I believe it was an Alex Kurtzman and Robert, is it Roberto Orchi or Robert Orchi, whatever, the Star Trek 2009 guys, and Kurtzman is involved in in all of the CBS tracks. So at this point, um, it seems like a lot of that is is becoming a part of Picard, including the Romulan board connection, and some of that stuff's even in the Star Trek Online game. But I'm sure it's going to be done so much better in Picard than it's done in any of the other formats. At least I sure hope so. I hope so. <laughs> but just seeing uh, one, well, one. Okay. Arguably, arguably, you have the two best actors from Next Generation in Brent Spiner, and right? Yeah, for, there's no question, right? But I, I wonder what degree Data's going to be in it what what mm. to what degree brent spiner will be was that card game that we saw in the trailer was it a holodeck simulation and that's what we'll get <laughs> i mean he's still there true and i'll take it now i mean jerry ryan totally floored me i didn't expect i didn't expect that at all i also don't think i expected borg but <laughs> that board cube was pretty cool again. I'm it, just so it was, excited for yeah. It was like yeah. And did you did you catch the? Because we want we want more next generation, but I don't want to watch more next generation over and over again. Yeah, so well, do you know I, what I mean? I'm, I'm yeah. Well, I'm watching next generation as we speak. Yeah. Um, and no, we we don't really. I love it. I love yeah. it. But season one of Next Generation. <laughs> It's like the, it would not it's make like the, it on TV. It's like the Orville. Oh no, the Orville's better than season one of Next <laughs> right? Generation. See, but it, way but, better. But it's like that, but compared to like the Star Trek movie or something. Yeah, it's I'm just excited like, it just too to get compare. through Next Gen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but my rewatch cool. is episodes cool. that I don't remember at all, and episodes I really loved, and right. the ones that I remember for being so terrible, I'm yeah. not touching. Yeah. <laughs> but um, this, did you, did you right. catch in the trailer? 
when they're in what looks like a board cube and it's obviously been turned into some form of facility, be it a prison or a research facility, probably that cube that they showed in the trailer. And it, there's a sign on the wall that says this, this facility has gone 5,000 days without an assimilation. No, I didn't see that. Yeah. That's funny. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and um, in Star Trek mm. Online, the Romulans are using Borg technology. Mm-hmm. And this also ties in with Star Trek 2009. It's how mm-hmm. that the, the bad guy's ship, which was originally a mining vessel, became so incredibly massive. It was Borg technology mm. that enhanced the vessel. I see. Yeah. Cool. Uh, this is cool. So... Oh, yeah. So I haven't really had a chance to talk to anybody about this. That's why I'm yeah. like, I'll get yeah, it out. Yeah. Well, next year, so, right? At Awesome Con, they were all there talking about, you mm-hmm. know, and they're all, they all playing it cool that they haven't been contacted by CBS to play. And I get it. That's how they've got to do it. They, they, mm. They're bound by contracts and NDAs to not right. spill the beans. Brent Spiner, Jonathan Frakes, Marina Sirtis are sitting there on stage. Yeah. All of them are now confirmed to be showing up in Picard at some point. Oh, that's exciting. I, oh, I thought they weren't going to bring anybody back because I was prepared for this is new Picard. This is not Star Trek The Next Generation. Uh-huh. Yeah. This is not going to be a right. fan service show. Right. Well, this see, is... but I thought, right, like, didn't we, at the end of Next Generation, we were like, and the and after the last movie, they were like, they're never going to make any again because they're all too expensive and they can't afford blah, blah, blah. You know, that was their excuse, right? Yeah. And they didn't get along or whatever it was. I don't know. But, but here we are. Here we are. And <laughs> we've come so far in like visual effects on television shows. And I uh-huh. would use television shows now in air quotes because it's on CBS All Access. It's That's right. a little different venue. Yeah. They're I really just, just like mini series, mini, mini movies, really. Or not even mini. They're like 20 hour movies. Yeah. I cannot wait to see. I mean, just what they did with this, the board cube looks so cool. Mm-hmm. Like, the, 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 the visuals that were done on that. And that's obviously, at this stage in the game, is probably still pretty early in the rendering and or whatever you call the magical work they do. There's probably still touch-up work on those things to be done. And it looks really just amazing. Like, we're going to get stuff that looks so much better than anything we've seen in a Star Trek yeah. television series. Aside oh. from maybe Discovery, because Discovery had some cool effects. Yeah. yeah. Um, but... If we're going to put that with like the next generation things that just those, those designs, oh, I just, I hope we get some of the classic <laughs> ship designs. I really do. Like, Yeah. Well, you know, it has been 20 years or something. It's, it's been a long time. <laughs> cool. Oh, all right. Yeah, all right. All right. Yeah. Star Trek. So I'm okay, playing let's... Star Trek online because yeah. of Picard. Right, right, right. And, uh. Right before we recorded, I grabbed a bunch of my old Star Trek games. I've got an itch now. I'm like yeah. trying to scratch an itch. So, but I've, I've your shirt was I was commenting on earlier would have earned you some honor points in oh, Sleeping yeah. Dogs, oh, yeah. which is uh, yeah. uh, I've it's been in my Steam library for a long time. I've been meaning to pick it up. I've heard lots and lots of positive about the game, and it is a I don't, calling it a Grand Theft Auto clone would not be fair to it because it's really good on its own but it's got a lot of those same elements you're an undercover cop you're working in hong kong you're embedded within a what would you say street gang the triads or the mm-hmm. street gang yeah. and you're embedded in the triads you're working with them you're working with the police right um and you've got tons of little side things you can do too like seeing and karaoke gambling 
mm-hmm. going to uh, cockfights and <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, doing favors for people, yeah. all in driving cool cars. Is there is there um, a mission where you like have to pick up uh, some stinky tofu or something? I haven't had that happen no, yet. Probably not. Okay, but there might be. <laughs> I don't there know. There might be. Hong Kong. That's what I remember. Pa- there's an achievement in which I can kill someone with a fish, and I get a. I get. A, I, get <laughs> I unlock an achievement. So, you know, it might nice. be coming. Um, nice. I'm really enjoying the game. I put a lot of time into it uh, the last couple of weeks, and yeah, it's very cinematic. Yeah, um, it's I got that. Yeah, I put some time into it, um, but I I think I stopped for a bit. I didn't get very far. Uh, I should try it again. Yeah. It's good. The only thing yeah. that I'm having a hard time with is driving a motorcycle. Mm. Uh, it's too fast, and I'm using the Nintendo Switch controller on my computer now, mm-hmm. and it's really nice because nice. it's a very yeah. comfortable controller. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not sure if I've. I don't think I have it configured well for like driving a motorcycle because yeah. I'm crashing left and uh, right. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but wow, it's, such, it's a very well acted game. Uh, very yeah. well written game so far. Like I'm feeling things for the gangsters who are, you know, yeah. they're 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 doing horrible things. Yeah. But like many well written gangster films or media, I'm I'm feeling things for them and not wanting to see them all die and right come to an end. Yeah. It's like Hong Kong Sopranos. It's good yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Nice. And that's yeah, that's my that's summer list so far. My I, summer list hasn't changed too much, even though I've been gone for a while. It's still the same old things. Um, although in NBA 2K19, I've started the my GM mode, which is like you play the general manager of the team, and there's like a whole story thing that goes along with that, which is cool. Um, and then you know you're trading players and you're naming your team and designing the. Designing the logo and the jerseys and all this stuff, so uh, it's kind of fun. And, and you can like a pl- solid RPG at this yeah, point. Yeah, and you can play. You can play the games if you want. Like, so your whole calendar is there. You can play the games, or you can just simulate the games and go through the calendar that way. Um, and then players come up to you and they're like, oh, "I feel like I need a more expanded role on the team," you know. And then you try to. You can use like persuasion to try and like convince them that sitting on the bench is good for them, or. <laughs> <laughs> or you can just dismiss them and just like, and then you'll see their, you know, their morale will go down or whatever, things like that. So it's kind of fun. Um, and was this, was it 2K19? Was like $2 mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago it or something? It actually so was. The- yeah, it actually was. Um, it was on sale. So if you're, you know, if you're looking for a, a basketball game, it's pretty good. Sounds like a value just for the sim mode alone. Yeah, it's like, pretty fun. I, I, I'm wondering now that if it goes on sale again like that next year, maybe I can wait a whole year to buy NBA 2K20 so I can buy it, you know, when it's on sale next year after the season's over, and I'll just keep playing 19 until then. So, hey, save some money. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm still playing Animation Throwdown. I have three golden mythic cards now, so it's pretty Ooh. cool. I'm a very, very, very close to getting a fourth one. Well, now uh, that's that's so. how many out of you have twenty cards in a deck, right? <clears throat> twenty, you uh, minimum twenty five. You can build your deck up to thirty five. Between twenty five okay, so, and thirty five, well, so cards. you're you're close to ten percent mythics in a deck. Oh uh, yeah, I guess huh? so. I that's guess pretty, so. Close sounds to pretty impressive. Yeah, it sounds pretty good. <laughs> I still get beat a lot, though, but I'm doing better. I'm doing better, which is good. Um, another, I'm actually playing a lot of mobile games, I guess. Uh, that one and uh, AFK Arena. I don't know if you've ever played AFK Arena. I haven't. I haven't. It's I'm looking kinda, at it. I mean, it's fun. You, 
you collect characters and they they battle. They have, there's like four different classes and they have different weapons and there's loot and you really don't have to do anything aside from assigning five characters to fight five enemies and then just let them go. It's like a classic RPG kind of battle, right? You just but you don't really have to do anything. I just auto battle all the time. That do kind you of have stuff. to watch them? Or you could, yeah, do, you watch. You have to watch them. And they have powers, so it's neat because then their special abilities go off, and then all these things happen on the screen. So it's it's pretty eye candy, I guess. Um, and there's different modes, like, and you can join a guild. Um, there's like a labyrinth mode where you go through different, you know, different battles to progress to the end. And there's loot at the end, of course. Uh, so it's it's got enough in there to keep me interested. I started it only because it was one of those free gem offers for animation throwdown, <laughs> but it's stuck with me, so I like it. Um, and Every now fun- and then you find a I know, gem right? That's right from those gem offers. Yeah, um, and then of course uh, Doctor Mario World, which came out a few weeks ago now. Um, I started. I got to about level forty. I'm not great at it. I'm especially bad at the timed levels. I cannot think that quickly to to get like clear it in 80 seconds or whatever i just i just have to practice more i guess but those are the levels you got to spend money on those well timed i guess levels. yeah I guess. start opening up that wallet no i'm not gonna out. do that i'm not gonna do that i'm just gonna play more and get better i'm only on 26 so <laughs> you're ahead of me i'm ahead of you okay well my you. wife has actually gotten ahead of me in that one too she's playing yeah. that one too do you know but that it feels I've like your it feels like the kind of like uh you know, it's that Candy Crush model where you, you're going through the worlds and you go level by level and you keep going higher and higher. And it's kind of neat. I think they I think they did a good job. I don't I don't feel the need to have to pay for anything, but it's fun. No. Five hearts it's a day. It's easy for me. And, yeah, it's fine. Plus, it's plus easy friends. for me in these games. If I ever feel like I need to pay money to just bleh, bleh. dump it, yeah, play something else. But yeah. that's not so easy for everybody else. And uh, it's true, it's true. There was a very good video. Very very compelling video by uh jim sterling and i don't watch a lot of that stuff and and probably wouldn't really normally watch his stuff because he's kind of got that angry vibe which sometimes is warranted but it was very um interesting about the mechanics of free-to-play games and Mm. the developers motives behind it that was Mm. it was a it was a it was a it was a solid watch Mm -hmm. it made made me think the addictive nature of it all yeah as well yeah. Um, so yeah, th- that's what I've been playing. That's what you've been playing, Ryan. Uh, we want to talk a few about a few things that have been happening this week. Um, Literally the day after the last episode. Yes. <laughs> a couple. Yes. Something happened. <laughs> the switch light was announced. Like that morning, I woke up. But oh, mm-hmm. hey, well then. <laughs> yes, the switch oh. light, and then uh, more recently too, the revision to the current models, like the main model switch which is i mean let's start with that it's not much it's really just they tweaked the battery life so i'm guessing is what they're doing is they're going to use the same chip as the switch light in the regular switch which saves battery power because it uses less energy but is the same it's, it's more efficient basically so it'll just extend the battery life longer i don't think they're actually switching the battery out that's my. I think the I think the switch upgrade is not 
an upgrade for most, but there are, you know, th- the Switch battery lasts three hours, but I'm sure there yeah. are, I know there are use cases. I've talked to a couple people where long flights, they forget their battery, yeah. Yeah. or people who commute regularly, which is definitely not me. Um, my house won't be buying the minor Switch upgrade for battery life. Yeah, I see it's, no point in it for it's us. Not a, it's not really an upgrade. It's sort of like a, you know, mid-cycle refresh, just... Here's we've got some new chips. We're just going to switch it over. Added benefit: the battery life's going to last longer, but everything else is going to be the same. It's still the same yeah. switch. They're not changing the name of it or anything like that. So, it's not really anything. Um, but the Switch Lite is uh, That's a different beast. It is smaller. It is non-detachable controls on the sides. It comes in colors. It looks really cool. You cannot dock it. You cannot d- attach it to your television. It's just a handheld. It is the Pokemon holiday machine. And oh my gosh, do I want one. <laughs> I want that Pokemon one. The gray one with the lavender thing and the blue on the side. The, like, Oh, it's gorgeous. It, I love it. It is a pretty console. So beautiful. It's so beautiful. I have no need for it whatsoever, but I really want one. But that's okay. Well, now, how many how many 3ds's did you buy with different themes throughout the lifespan of the 3ds? Um, three. Oh, okay, that's not as high numbers <laughs> I thought. All right, I bought I an original. I, originally, I got a Fire Emblem one, the small 3ds, like the normal regular 3ds, and then I got a XL in a Monster Hunter, and then I bought a Japanese version in the new. 3ds, not the XL, but the, the smaller one with the interchangeable face plates. So three. <laughs> I, I thought your number was going to be higher than that. No. So you know what? I, and my I'll, and my I'll daughter, my you. daughter has one as well. So that was a, another one. And we ended but, up with the, my my turquoise, the old the the OG 3ds that mm-hmm, I'm a mm-hmm. the turquoise switch light. Reminds me of mm-hmm. you know, fondly. And my wife you know, picked up the Mario and Luigi, and my kids got yeah. a 2DS handed down to them by one of my wife's coworkers, actually. So right. we're a three 3DS household as well. But um, yeah. no, didn't didn't squirt birds for a lot of uh, themed ones. But yeah, I think um, the Switch Lite's going to be for us. I, mm-hmm. I I get it. Not hooking up to the TV is what brings that cost down. Um, where my kids are, I would much rather them have the Switch Lite to play with than mm. pulling that pulling the main switch out of the dock and back in the dock. I don't want them to have. I'm not. They're not ready for that autonomy yet. Mm-hmm. I'm not comfortable giving it to yeah. them. Plus pulling the plus pulling the controllers on and off and doing stuff to it, yeah. and the kickstand's going to break for sure. If you yeah, I mean, well, today my son decided <laughs> to use the Joy-Con controllers and um, something else he had found around the house to make a TP out of. So, right. like, that's where yeah. we. It's, <laughs> that's you know, exactly. It's, <laughs> so, but but the Switch Lite being an all-in-one unit, I think that's more yeah. appropriate for them. And we are truly. I mean, we're at the point. I mean, they're playing Mario Odyssey. Yeah. I was yeah. shocked. Like he went through with they both went through together and got through like the first four worlds in Mario Odyssey on their own in assist mode, mind you. But still, like that's con- yep. there's a lot of it's coming controller coordination going on yeah. there. That's cool. Your kids are at the stage where my kids are at like when we first started this show, basically. 
Although maybe yours are a little bit younger, but still now you're playing with them together. You got games going together, like all all that stuff. It's good times, man. It's good times. Now I can't get them to play with me. They don't want to play with me anymore. They just play on their phone. I have to uh, I have to work on appreciating it a bit more because I get annoyed pretty fast. Uh, I'm sure, yes. especially today when when we're playing Kirby and the two of them are going through doors before I've found all the secret items. I'm like, wow. wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you must consult. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, um, yeah, the light. Uh, I I think it's going to be a huge hit. To be honest, I don't know why yeah. people are like, oh, what you? I don't know. People are going to, haters going to hate, I guess. But like, this seems like a perfect, like, what is it? What's the price in the US? 199, right? 199. Yeah. That's a magic number, 199. It mm-hmm. really is. It really is. Because it's like, oh, it's 199. We could do that. Right. And you, you can, you can get it for your kids. You can get it like a second one for the household, that kind of thing. And then when you go, if you go on a trip, just take that one, leave the main switch at home. You don't have to, you know, it's, it's smaller, it's lighter. You're not going to dock it anyway when you're on the trip, right. right? You don't have a TV you can plug in when you're on vacation, usually. Like in the hotel, really? You're going to? No. It's right. It's perfect. Yeah. On the plane, what are you going to do? Yeah. So so it's, it's, it's good all around. I think it's a smart move by Nintendo. Um, and citation we'll needed see. here. Mm. I think they're citation needed, but I, I believe I read that there are about 20 million 3DS owners who don't yet have a Switch. There so you go. They, <laughs> <laughs> there's a huge market oh, yeah. for this. That's right. I, uh, but I, um, on before people buy it, like I can see there being uh, Nintendo has been a little more, or other re- reports, websites have gone and dug and and posted the information on how to treat a, be a multiple switch household mm, how mm-hmm. to have a primary console and a secondary yeah. console yeah. and how to share downloaded programs between the two yeah. um and, and nintendo works. has posted directions on their website mm-hmm. and i think the main thing is is your primary console can be offline and play the games the secondary console has to be has to have an online connection but you could both still play some play at the same mm-hmm. time you just take okay. the primary console and can you designate which offline. one is primary and which one is secondary? Yes. Yeah. So yes. you so Indeed. if you're going on a trip, you would designate your switch light as the primary so that you could play offline when you're in the car with no Wi Fi or something like that, right? And Correct. then the one that's, that's at home it seems. doesn't matter. Because right. nobody's that's playing that there. anyway. Yeah. 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 That's easy. That's cool. That's good. Smart. As long as it works. Do you know what I mean? Like it, as mm-hmm. long as it's like oh no no it's, nothing's working yeah so there's a way to do it if you're uh, if you're a uh, eShop online games purchaser or if you're a cartridge purchaser it does still take cartridges right the Switch Lite oh yeah yeah so yeah. good <laughs> I actually didn't I actually didn't read about the fact that the Switch Lite takes cartridges I just assumed that it did I'm just assuming too but yeah. <laughs> I don't think I read anywhere that, oh, yes, it plays with Christmas. No, there, anyway. the, the outrage that would be. <laughs> Can you imagine? We, we would what? not have missed that. Yeah, no, okay. Um, and speaking of uh, Nintendo, let's stay with the, the Switch for a second. Just today, I think Nintendo made an announcement that all Joy-Cons uh, that are experiencing that drift issue will now be repaired uh, free of charge, even if they're not under warranty anymore. And if you previously had to had paid for a repair 
um, you will be refunded that cost. Somebody's trying to get that class action lawsuit thrown out. <laughs> that's pretty good, though. No, it's it's it's, it's, it's that's totally fair to me. When you call, good. you get it done for free. I think that's okay. Yeah. Um, they I won't. They're not going to ask anymore. They're like, there's no, no. there's no whatever. Just no questions. Just, asked. No questions. Yeah. Oh, it's drifting. I would okay. like that. I would like yeah. that. No questions asked. I'm not because yeah. I've because I've called and they have me do the troubleshooting and I can't yeah. replicate it when I'm on the phone. Yeah. But I know it's happening. I know it's oh, happening. Yeah. Man. You're just running Unless to the left like all the time. A, oh yeah. This is like yeah. a mass hallucination. So just send it in but, now. Try it again. Yeah. They probably yeah. won't care now. I'm gonna call them. Call yeah. them tomorrow. Yeah. Like, hey, give it a try. My hey. Joy-Con is definitely drifting. I'm gonna send yeah. them all in. Fix yeah. them all. the Selfishly, I wanted a, well, like, only a voucher. It's the left one. I, I wanted a voucher for yeah. like new Joy-Cons to go to Target and pick yeah. up the cooler colors. Like, did, did you see the new, also the new colors? Did you see those ones? I, I like did. those new colors. I like that sort of purple and orange combo. Mm-hmm. I like that one. Pumpkin mm-hmm. and eggplant, I guess. It's pretty. Like You could have seasonal colors. Man. <laughs> like, you could change it out for the seasons. Well, they're a throwback. They're a callback to the GameCube colors, right? That orange and that, uh, yeah, purple. That's something else to mention, though, is the Switch Lite <sighs> is going to have a Joy-Con. The left side will have an accurate D-pad. Oh, yes. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's right. It is not four buttons. It is a real D-pad. See, that's another reason why you should get a Switch Lite. And let me tell you, with my kids and their games mm. audience... My kids are having a really hard time when they get the Joy-Con that doesn't have the labels when we are playing with the Joy-Cons horizontally because what is normally A is an X. Mm. And and it's there's a disconnect between, no, you got to look at the screen and see what button is highlighted. Just up, down, left, right, right? Yeah. As opposed yeah, to the, the letters. Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yay. Send all your Joy-Cons in. Yep. Their mail room, their poor mail staff. <laughs> uh, what else? What else do we want to uh, talk about today? I wanted, Ryan? I wanted to shout out Pixelnix. Um, they're the developer of Eagle Island, and I actually have seen this game and, and had hands-on time with this game at Awesome Con and at Too Many Games. And I won a copy of it oh. by doing an owl impression. Ooh. They, yeah. So the game, the game Who? is uh, you Who? have a Who? <laughs> Who? Uh, good one, Eugene. You? Who? Yeah, okay. good one. Yeah. I think that's I think that's why I won because mine was way better than that. <laughs> but um, yeah, they asked for owl impressions. The game has an you ha- your main character has an owl companion. Who? And do you uh, uh, use that owl companion to interact with the environment to attack enemies? It's, it's pretty fun. Ooh, I've only ooh. played it for a few minutes. I what I've enjoyed what I've played. I want to give it some more time, um, and I hope to talk about it a little more in upcoming Magic Hour Show episodes. But, cool. uh, but so, yeah, I just want so to shout them out. You, do you play as an owl? Is the owl the no, main character? No, you play as a as a boy. Oh, as a boy. Who, and an owl is your companion oh, okay. who you order to go in various directions. Nice. Like to attack enemies and stuff so yeah, you can proceed like, through the levels. Yeah, like a Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Is that how cool. that happens? Yeah. And you actually, you can... Transmorg into the eagle, so you can actually see from the eagle's perspective as it flies around. You send your bird out, and you can spy. It's kind of creepy. Okay, um, cool. 
Uh, so, so I don't know what what else are we talking about today? I'm I'm not sure. What so do, do want, we want to put it out to, to our audience? Because playing Sleeping Dogs <laughs> made mm. me think of locations and games that are based on real world events that really have mm. drawn me in and made me believe I'm in a believable place. Mm-hmm. Like, like maybe this is what this place is kind of like, minus some of the fantastical exaggerated uh, sure. features. Yeah. And Sleeping yeah. Dogs is doing that for me with Hong Kong. It's yep. a very, it feels like a very well-designed, um, realistic world that I'm traveling around in. It mm-hmm. feels like it's living and breathing with vendors on almost every corner and, and different businesses I can walk into and yep. lots yep. of activity going on. And so, yeah. The the you know when you when you mentioned that um, when I when I did first play Sleeping Dogs I was thinking about my parents and my my in laws and I was going to try and see if I is there I don't know if there's a mode where you can just walk around unaccosted by enemies but if you could if I could show that to them and walk around and t- tell ask them if this is like what it actually was was like. Because this is a sort of like a, it's not current Hong Kong. It's like '90s or, right? It's like a, because Hong Kong changes so much so quickly. But I think this was like a more historic kind of Hong Kong, and I and I was wondering if they could like we could walk through it and they could like point out places <laughs> that they knew. That would be pretty funny. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. <laughs> um, one of the other games that was came to mind. Um, was uh, L.A. Noir, so L.A. Noir uh, claimed to be like a model of you know nineteen twenties L.A. or whatever. Um, so that that was pretty neat to be walking around there. It felt like a fully realized city, like every street, every corner, every building is all different, and and has that you know there's the park here and there's this there, and so that was that was pretty fun. And the other one is uh, all I mean a lot of the Assassin's Creed games have that. Um, you know, the most current one, Odyssey, of course, is set in ancient Greece. Um, and nobody, you know, you don't really know what ancient Greece looked like, but it's pretty, pretty cool. It feels like you're there. Um, but the one that really got me was Assassin's Creed 2, um, which was set in ancient Italy. And a lot of it takes place in Florence. And when I played that game, it had, uh, you know, it wasn't that far away from my honeymoon where I was actually in Florence. And so I walked around that game and I was like, I, I know this church. <laughs> I walked down this this exact alley, this exact street around this church. It looks exactly the same as, as, as the game as in real life. I was like, this is really cool. Except that I can actually scale the wall of this church and climb onto the roof. But besides that, it was just like my honeymoon. You could yeah. do the things that you wanted to do in real life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You couldn't get away with it. Yeah, yeah. I could just, you know, parkour up the side of this church. And that that's like <laughs> Fallout 3 being set in D.C. There's so many locations mm. that, that I don't know, like Fallout 3's world just wasn't designed in a way that made me feel like I was actually in the D.C. area most of the time. Mm. And sure, the landmarks were there, but it was missing so much more and perhaps that's because it was all just blown up and we're just out in you know open space most of the time but um it never felt as alive to me as sleeping dogs is per se mm-hmm. or even far cry 2 is really i think the, the, the last one that comes to memory of i felt like i was mm-hmm. in a believable real world location mm-hmm. yeah um, in 
in, in that part of Africa that it was set in. What I want to um, know, are there any games that are set in Toronto? That's what I want to know. So if there are, send them to me. I want to know. Okay, listeners, send me a tweet. Are there any games set in Toronto? That would be awesome to find out. And like, I don't know what you would do. You just go around saying sorry to everybody or something. But apparently, good sir, there there may be, and we'll have to we'll have to uh, send you out to do some research and okay. uh, so come back. I think you didn't get my you didn't get my you didn't get my Canadian joke there. But anyway. No, I didn't. No, I said you'd go around and say sorry to everybody. <laughs> All right, I say I miss it because I was looking for games set in Toronto. <laughs> I was being a very bad co. <laughs> podcaster <sighs> all right very good well, sir good sir yes yeah, so maybe we can come back to this topic in a little yeah. more detail and we've got some uh more games in mind and some more people with us so. and perhaps yeah, audience members will put that call out to you what games made you feel like you were really in a real world location all right hey let's do our picks of the week and then wrap this let's do it show up boom this uh, train has rolled what, on what is now. your pick for this week ryan Easy, Veronica Mars Season 4, which um, oh, yeah. was going to drop, I think, this Saturday. But surprise, not surprise, probably. They, they had, I'm sure they had planned it out. It wasn't like, mm-hmm. oh, we should drop it. And then they dropped it. It was, I'm sure, planned out. Anyway, it came out a week early, and it was wonderful. And my in-laws kept the kids for the night on Saturday. My wife and I had plans, mind you. But the moment that we, it was said that Veronica Mars was out... We changed our plans nah. to just watching um, <laughs> Veronica Mars. And nice. we uh, watched all eight episodes starting Saturday around 6 o'clock and finished them, or starting, sorry, Friday at 6 o'clock in the evening and were wrapped up by 11 o'clock the following day. Um, it, was good. it was good. We don't watch TV like that, and we were just glued to it. Hmm. My wife cool. being a longtime Veronica Mars fan, I a relative newcomer i mean first first watched when we uh were both off with our firstborn mm-hmm. and um it's good it's powerful it was written by kareem abdul jabbar apparently what yeah he was a writer now. wow really i know i i actually looked it up Very i was like is this for real and apparently no he's writing for television shows wow which awesome i think it's just awesome wow talk about a third act <laughs> yeah interesting and, and Veronica Mars has one heck of a third act. Like, whew, I'm still reeling. Hmm. Hey, Pat Oswalt is so, in it. He's so, great. Oh, oh, I love Pat Oswalt. This is the show with Kristen Bell, right? Yes. Okay. She yes. plays a detective. Yeah. This is the. This, this is, is right. the. Yes. This okay. is the series that sort of brought her to yes. uh, mainstream attention. And there was and like course, a Kickstarter to start it up again. There was a Kickstarter for a film. Oh, for a film. Okay. Or a movie. Uh, yep. And I guess that that movie did so well that mm-hmm. they were able to convince Hulu to get them going. And now it sounds like there's going to be more seasons Great. coming that's, out of this. That's so awesome. That's cool. Cool. Um, my pick for this week is a movie. It is the DC Universe movie Shazam. Woo, Shazam. Did anything happen to me, Ryan? Do it I didn't. look the same? Oh, okay. You're still you. Oh, well. Your shirt might have an extra yeah. claw, I think. Mm, okay. Well, Shazam is a movie about a boy who gets superpowers. And when he says Shazam, he turns into Shazam, a wizard with lightning powers and all sorts of other things. And he has to fight evil. And it's cool um, because 
when I first saw the trailer for Shazam, I thought this movie was going to be really bad. Like, really bad. Because the, the jokes that they showed in the trailer were just like, oh, boy. This is this is what it's going to be. This, the whole movie is just going to be lame, you know. But it's actually quite a heartwarming, um, family-oriented movie. Like, it talks about family a lot. Because um, these are kids, teenagers, mostly in the show, and and littler kids too. Um, it's it's if it's a pretty feel good movie, um, and it, you know it's also a superhero movie and a comic book movie and all that stuff. But you know the characters are true. They they um, they react honestly to things like when you know, one character is trying to use the other for his own, like, popularity. Like, he calls him out on it, and it, you know, like, it's not, they just don't go along and do, like, dumb stuff. They they act like real teenagers, which in some cases, because he's a superhero and he's acting like a teenager when trying to fight the evil guy, he does some dumb stuff there. But that feels natural as well. It feels right like that he would do that because he doesn't know, right? Because he's just 14 or whatever. Um, so so it's good. I, I would highly recommend it. It's good. Um, it's not super violent. So, you know, for for kids, not little kids, but for kids it might be all right. It depends, it depends on your kids. Um, so I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Um Surprisingly so. So I, I would I would recommend it. So that's my pick. Shazam. I'm glad you had a nice movie night. Yeah, the yeah, it was good. It was good. So that is our picks. And I guess that's our show, Ryan. Hey. Nicely done, sir. Yeah, good job. Hey. hey. This has been the Magic Hour Show, a production of the Game Repair Network. You can follow us on Twitter at GP Magic Hour Show and me at Gamer Parent, the OG, and Ryan at Zoso1701. We've got a Facebook page, get the Gamer Parent Network, and you can email us at feedback at gamerparent.net. Um, of course, if you want to join our Discord, that's the best place to interact with us uh, in real time, because we usually respond right away. Right, Ryan? Right away. Usually. I'm usually right there. <laughs> Within seconds. Hey, Ryan! Yeah, so uh, it is a closed community, so ask for an invite, hit us up on Twitter, and we'll get you into the Discord. You've been listening to The Magic Hour Show. You can download this show on iTunes, stream it on Stitcher, find the RSS link on our website, themagichour.show. I'm your host, Eugene Hua, on behalf of Ryan Thompson. Thanks for listening.